Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. One of the great challenges we face at the Electronic Cottage is deciding what to focus on in each episode of the program. So much is happening in the tech world and in the responses to developments affecting digital technology by government and business interests that it's difficult to choose what to highlight. And because things can change so quickly, we sometimes research one topic only to have another pop-up that seems to demand more immediate attention. That is the case for this episode. And both topics have to do with matters making their way through the current chaotic session of Congress. Originally, we were going to remind listeners that Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978, Amendments Act of 2008, is going to expire in a few months if Congress doesn't renew it. This is a provision of the Act that opponents say has been routinely violated, or at least painfully stretched, by the National Security Agency, which is making it possible for the phone calls and emails of Americans to be swept up and stored by the NSA, even though the law, on the face of it, makes that illegal. Haven't heard much about the upcoming renewal of the Act? That suits the security agencies just fine because this is, in the opinion of many civil liberties organizations, a justification for the further erosion of Americans' privacy and civil liberties. But looking into this bill and what Congress is or is not doing to amend and extend it, we'll have to wait, because an even more immediate bill, one probably poorly understood in the halls of Congress, is moving quickly through the Senate. The repercussions of this proposed law on those of us who use the Internet is potentially quite huge. The bill is S-1693, entitled the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act, or SESTA. With a name like that, who wouldn't vote for it? Perhaps that's why the bill, introduced by Senator Portman, has 28 co-sponsors, including Maine's Senator Susan Collins. While these senators are undoubtedly sincere in their wish to reduce sex trafficking, and who isn't, it's much more doubtful that they understand the potential for really bad unintended outcomes that the bill has as it's currently written. First, a little background. The Communications Decency Act, or CDA, became law as Title V of the Telecommunications Act of 1996. The goal was to cut down on perceived indecency and obscenity on the Internet. It didn't take long for the Supreme Court to declare the indecency part of the act unconstitutional, though the obscenity part stood because obscenity, under U.S. law, is not considered protected speech. One of the provisions of the CDA is Section 230. That is the section that makes things like YouTube and Facebook and troves of other internet services that people use every day functionally possible. Section 230 of the CDA says that internet services that simply transmit speech or other materials posted by their users without exercising editorial control are not to be considered publishers. That means that the internet services cannot be sued for materials that their users publish, no matter how pornographic or libelous or anything else they may be. 
There are narrow exceptions for things like copyright, but overall, it's this section of the CDA that allows us to watch all sorts of things on YouTube or Vimeo, communicate through Facebook, and on and on. If these services were to be held financially or criminally liable for what some of their scummy users sometimes post on those services, they wouldn't be in business very long. Enter the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act, or SESTA. Under this poorly written and exceedingly vague law, internet platforms can be held liable if they have any, quote, knowledge of violations of sex trafficking laws. Huh? What does that mean? Here are a few lines from the proposed law. See what sense you make of them. Under this act, participation in a venture, end quote, in this case some violation of federal sex trafficking laws, means, quote, knowing conduct by an individual or entity by any means that assists, supports, or facilitates a violation, end quote. That language could cast a very wide net. No one actually wants to support sex trafficking, but based on a whole host of past experiences where the intent of a badly written law was badly applied, a lot of Internet services could be in a potential world of hurt under these very vague criteria. Thinking about how those words could be applied, Mike Masnick of TechDirt made up a partial list of well-known websites whose services might be construed to fall prey as facilitators of sex trafficking activities under this language. For example, quote, Facebook. Obviously, tons of sex traffickers use Facebook to advertise their wares. There have been news stories about this. So, clearly, Facebook has, quote, knowledge. If it can't magically eradicate it, it may also now have to deal with criminal and civil lawsuits lobbed its way. Google Docs. Did sex traffickers use Google Docs to create flyers or manage a spreadsheet? Is that facilitating sex trafficking? Well, we might not know until after a court goes through a long and involved process to figure it out. YouTube. These days, almost anything can be found in videos, and while YouTube has a system to, quote, notify the company of abuse, that may be used against the company, claiming, quote, knowledge, end quote. And the list goes on, including sites such as Square, Snapchat, Amazon, even Wikipedia. In fact, any site, large or small, that allows comments will potentially have a shadow over it since it would be impossible for most sites to check every single comment posted on its pages, including news sites. And larger sites will probably start using robotic filters to reduce the potential liability of the site operators. Those types of filters, as we've seen on previous programs, are just as likely to take out comments on breast cancer as advertisements on sex trafficking. Suppose this proposed law, as written, actually becomes law. How will it change the web that we all use every day? That is a longer discussion, but suffice it to say that we'll probably see a lot less diversity on the web, a lot fewer differing opinions, a lot more court cases, and probably very little noticeable decrease in sex trafficking. 
SESTA is a proposed law well worth paying attention to and letting your elected representatives know what you think about it. We'll do our best to keep following its progress and the progress of other laws that will affect our everyday digital lives right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.